This week, we discuss a few ideas for a Florida staycation. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com, our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. How's everybody doing? Well, you're doing a rough, rough this week, Hope, huh? Uh, this is the constant theme of the last few weeks, has yeah. been the pollen count in this area. It's been really, really high. I think it's been worse this year than other years. I don't, ne- I don't remember you ever having as bad a reaction as you're this having this year. This year, I'm having like... I like have been in misery the last few days. Like something about the pollen lately has just been absolutely out of control. And I don't know if anybody else is feeling the same thing, but Oh, I think everyone's feeling the same thing. It's just that you tend to have allergy issues anyway at this time, so it's like, you know, doubling down on you. It's my eyes more than anything. Like I sneeze a little bit, but my eyes get so swollen and itchy and red, and then I take Claritin and the Claritin just knocks me out. It's like a blow dart it just makes me so tired and grumpy and drives me out even worse so i just can't wait to get through this thing and it's funny i was looking i've been on pollen.com a lot this week just trying to see because lately tampa and orlando have been like in the top five of like pollen cities and then i'm thinking well where where is there no pollen like of course minnesota and north dakota places right there's no nothing blooming yet <laughs> but i was super surprised to see Desert places like Phoenix and Las Vegas and Tucson were like really high in the pollen count because like I thought, well, they probably I, don't have a lot blooming there either because it's cacti and. Well, no, they were high on the list. I um, thought was is there oak trees there? I thought it was just cactuses and tumbleweed, but apparently uh, cacti and uh, tumbleweed have a pollen thing too. But well, if you if you had the choice between being being somewhere really cold right now. Um, with no pollen or being here, where would you be? I would like to go on vacation for a week, to be honest <laughs> with you right now. I'd like to live here, but if I could just go to, you know, Colorado or from somewhere like that for just the week that it's the worst here, I'll take it. But I'll survive. <laughs> but it's been a couple of weeks that it's been the worst here. Yes, so it's been really bad. A, I don't know if a week would be enough. I don't know. What, I don't know what the deal is. I just, it's hitting me worse this year. So I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to power through this. So Yeah. And I mean, I feel it too. Like I can definitely feel like my eyes are a little like, you know, crusty and like swollen and, but not near, I, like I don't wear contacts, which yeah you know i'm sure helps me some but but it's definitely been it's definitely been a high i mean our our cars we have dark cars and our cars are orange 10 i just looked i saw the yellow yeah. dust all over the back of our windows yeah. like so ugh, it's so everywhere gross. it's yeah. everywhere but um well it, it it even though you know it's not spring in a lot of places it's obviously spring here and not only is it spring but it's spring break it is spring break we are uh we've got the whole week of spring break ahead of us right now we do today we're recording this today it is saint patrick's day 
Happy St. Patrick's I'm, Day. I'm wearing my green Florida shirt that has an alligator on it. You are. You so are. It's like the, the greenest shirt I own before and I'm I go wearing, to little... I'm wearing my green eyes. Oh, you do have green <laughs> eyes. Um, and a black shirt. <laughs> just just for fun earlier, and I, I know it's going to go a little longer than, than just St. Patrick's Day, I put a three-day poll up on Twitter. That's at Florida Podcast, our Twitter uh, Twitter handle and I said what's your favorite green roller coaster for, yeah. there's like at least four that I can think of there's the Hulk there's two of them at Bush Gardens Cheetah Hunt and Montu no not Kumba. Montu Kumba and... although I think Kumba's kind of a stretch because it's a little more teal than it is green but it works <laughs> so I said what is your favorite green roller coaster I don't know I thought what's the only I could think of something themed for, yeah so for go, to, go to Twitter at Florida Podcast and you guys vote let us know what you think it, the best green roller coaster is currently Cheetah Hunt is in the lead with uh, 100% yeah 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 well, so, it's, we'll a see good, if, it's a good coaster it is a good coaster we'll see if that changes um so I thought because we it's spring break for a lot of people, and if it's not your spring break, then it's probably coming up soon because um, they tend to kind of try to, you know, um, layer them a little yeah. bit, you know, so that not everyone's on spring break all at the same time. Um, so I thought that for those of you who live in Florida... Um, it might be fun to do an episode on staycation ideas. Staycation. We do a staycation f- at least once a year. We do a Quite staycation. Quite a bit. And yeah. you actually talked about this on, you know, reasons to move to Florida. It's a great place for staycation. It is a good staycation place. It is. And I just, I have to say, because we've been watching The Good Place, um, there's this part at the end of The Good Place. You haven't gotten to this part yet because you haven't been watching it lately. You haven't been in the mood. But there's... Um, <laughs> A place where I haven't they been talk in the mood. About... You sound that sounds terrible. <laughs> well, you haven't been in the mood. What's a good place? Well, no, I, I just mean you know because you're you've been very allergized. Yeah, and... I haven't had the attention span to sit down and watch yeah. a show for the last couple of days. Right. So um, there's this part where they're 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 like they're in the bad place and um, they're like it's like a museum of of mediocre horrible people and one of the things one of the one of the museum um, exhibits is the first guy to ever use the word staycation that's funny that's hilarious <laughs> which i think is funny so um now we... I'm, I'm trying to think who would be in my museum of mediocre horrible people <laughs> yeah yeah well um so one the of the first them guy was... to put pineapple on a pizza one of right well pineapple pizza is one of the big things okay. in the bad place um <laughs> which actually i don't hate pineapple on pizza. i don't either but i have to mix it with jalapeno and bacon that's a good mix yeah. jalapeno and bacon with pineapple that works for me <laughs> well another one of the mediocre bad things was um the first person to ever floss in an off open office setting. Oh, that's not mediocre. <laughs> How about the guy who takes his shoes off on an airplane? <laughs> Probably that was in there. I don't know. Anyway, but um, so we're gonna talk use the word staycation a lot in this episode. So it's, I'm sure it's gonna. So we are click, honor, honorary horrible people. Click up our our bad place points. Um, so the first one, and we're planning to do this on because we're we have taken off this week to be with the kids. The kids are off this week, and um. We've got, you know, several things planned for the week, and um, assuming Andy is able to open his eyes, well, we're going to go gonna do power them. through, just like I'm powering through this. <laughs> um, so the, one of the first things that we said immediately we got to go do is, and we've talked about this on the show before, is Topgolf on Tuesdays. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're going to go to Topgolf again, right? Yeah. So Topgolf on Tuesdays, guys, every Tuesday, and I checked, actually, every Topgolf in Florida, Jacksonville, Orlando, Miami, they all have half-price Tuesdays. Um, so you can play 
for half price. I believe every there's Tuesday. two locations in Miami now, right? I think, I think so. Or in the in the metro area. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're you know throughout the state, and it can. I mean, it, it can get expensive. It's, I mean, if you if you're just going as one family, you know, it can get a little expensive. Like if you're going and splitting a bay with a couple of families. It's it can be pretty cheap, but um, but it can add up. But half price Tuesdays, it's significantly cheaper. Actually, it's, it's and, half price. And if you go in the mornings, is it before? I think it's before n- noon. noon. It's like twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. An hour, but that's not per person. That's for everybody. That's for the whole right. group. Right, right. Exactly. So, um, but is that half price or is that? I think that's. I think that's just what it is. I think that's is. normal price. Yeah, so it's like $10 an hour, which is, you know, $10 for an hour of entertainment for a full family is really and good. And what's funny is I know you're not I know you're not a golfer. I think you've golfed maybe two or three not times in your life. I'm yeah. not really much of a golfer. I'll go if I'm playing with people who stink too, but I love top golf. I know you like it too. It's just fun to go out and I do. Whack I at the do balls. enjoy it. And it's not just, you know, it's not just like playing golf there's actual games within the game so you know you can aim for the pink one or the red one or the green one or whatever and get more points and and some of the smaller you know closer holes the kids can aim for those and still play and get points as well they could just as easily beat you you know um so yeah it's a fun time and it's a great way to kill a few hours on you know a vacation day especially if you're off for spring break anyway um Tuesday's the day to go for sure. I wish they'd put some kind of sensor on the little golf cart that goes out there, the little the one with the cage that picks up some of the balls. Yeah, and make that everyone like, likes to hit. Yeah, it. make it bonus points if you whack that. Didn't we see one that like there was like a um it was like a, a bullseye or something on it or um like it was it was like you know hit me or I'm um, sure someplace has that. Yeah, yeah, I think I mean I think that the one I, I don't recall Top Golf having Top Golf doesn't, but I feel like didn't we go someplace else that had something similar? Maybe it was a batting cage or something, but um, but it was like you know you get extra points or something if you hit the guy picking up the balls. Uh, anyway, but that's that's just one of my recommendations for if you're off on a Tuesday even if it's not spring break you know and do that you, yeah go do that there's with your one family. in every it's major significantly cheaper on Tuesdays than any other day and, and there's one in every major Florida city really yeah, yeah. Exactly. at least one there's I believe two in the metro Miami area right so um the rest of this um well not not actually hold on let me I'm, I'm skipping ahead so the other thing that I wanted to mention was, and we have been talking about doing this, but we haven't done it yet, um, and it's the You Pick Farms. So, you Pick. So it's there's. It a, sounds like one of those places where they've got a bunch of like wrecked cars, and you pick a part. Have you ever heard of those? No. Okay. What do you do? You pick out your part that you need for it's your like car. It's like a junkyard. Yeah. Oh. Well, I've heard of places called You Pick. Like you go in there with a bunch of tools, and you pick your own broken piece out of whatever old Chevy they have there, but I'm sure that's not what this is. No, no, no. Okay. It's a farm. Okay. And so depending on what, you know, what kind of farm it is, some of the farms, like I know like there's one here locally called Hunsader that we were looking at going to, and they've got tons of different, um, produce. Like you could go pick, um, peas or, you know, strawberries or oh, really? blueberries. I know, there's, I know or, there's you pick strawberry places. I know there's yes. you pick blueberry places. There's, there's other places. I mean, this, like this Hunsetter, it's like, I guess you get to pick 
what vegetable or fruit that you and they're want right to. on the, they're straight up off the vine or yeah whatever. You and you go it. pick them and from what I understand it's significantly cheaper which I believe it should be cheaper because you're doing the work yeah you're not paying to ship it and <laughs> right, freeze right. it and can it's it it's significantly yeah. cheaper than going to your local grocery store and getting you know some strawberries so um, someone was telling me that they got like a full um, you know basket of strawberries for like two dollars oh, which. Wow. Typically, if you're going to the grocery store, I think a strawberries is like five dollars. You're talking like you know? how big a basket are we talking? I don't know. I, Laundry I, basket it, or it sounded like they were impressed with the okay. amount that they got. So um, it seems like it's, it might be a good deal, and and it's a fun little um, you know outing for the family. It's actually like today outside there was a really nice cool breeze, even though the the pollen is really high. It's not too incredibly hot, you know. So it seems like right now it's it would be a good time to do something like that because in another month it's gonna be it's gonna be way too hot to do any of that stuff. So um so that's kind of a fun thing that you can go do. A couple of farms that I found that do the U pick thing are Hunsader Farms, Mixon Fruit Farm, and O'Brien Family Farms, depending on what you know neck of the woods you're in. Um, but you can just Google you pick farms um, and see if there's one nearby. You. That's fun. Are there any orange places where you pick oranges yourself? I haven't seen. I haven't I've, found those. Yeah, I've never seen one either, which is that, surprising. But I mean, you said that you. I mean, I think you've talked about this on the podcast before, where you went and picked a strawberry off of a tree. An and orange. Took a, I mean, a strawberry. Yeah. An orange off of a tree, and took a bite, and it was like the most horrible thing you've ever yeah, had in your I'm life. I'm sure I've mentioned it. It was. I was at a park, like a we were hiking in some parks, like a state park or something. There was a wild orange tree and I put picked the orange off there and I said oh wow I'll never get a fresher orange than this and I peeled into it and bit into it and it was the worst thing I've ever It was like really had. bitter, right? Yeah, it was like the wor- most bitter. It Like the, the flavor was stuck in my mouth for an hour later. It was so <laughs> bad. Right, right, right. Well, so I think that just goes to show you that uh, the orange processing um, part is probably it's, has a lot of sugar. Or some crazy wild orange. In yeah. it. Um, you know, who knows? But maybe you just picked it too early. Who knows? But... Um, so anyway, the other thing that I was going to mention too, and we've talked about this in the past that I'm a big um, proponent of this, but look at your look in your area's local, like, like look at your local nonprofit um, attraction areas. So like every area has like a zoo, you know, there's like here in Tampa, there's Zoo Tampa, um, you know, in, in Orlando, we've been to like Wild Florida, Gatorland, which isn't really a zoo necessarily. It's, you know, just a place to see a lot of gators, but it's a gator um, zoo. But it's it's still fun, really cool. You know, in Palm Beach, they have Palm Beach Zoo, Zoo Miami, and Jacksonville, there's a Jacksonville Zoo and Gardens. Um, Panama City has Zoo World, um, which is another one of those places kind of like Wild Florida where you can go and pet a sloth and and, you know, have nice. like interactions yeah. with animals. So and it doesn't seem like it's, you know, that out of the realm of, of you know, affordability. Naples, to to I believe, has places. a pretty good zoo, too. Plus, you can feel good about going to a place like that, that it's a local nonprofit. They're, you know, trying to, you know, do good for the community. They're a member of the community. You don't have to worry about, you know, where your money's going sure. or anything like that. There's also aquariums. Obviously, we have, you know, a, an awesome science museum here. You probably have one in your area as well. So, um any art museum, check out those kind of things. They're fun to do with the kids. And if your kids are like our kids, they're just happy to be out of the house and do something. You what, know, I something found, different. what I found a big thing for like staycations is Groupon. Go hit that up. 
You can find all. Oh, you're smirking like this is on your list coming up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny that you say it's that. Funny. Did I just give you a segue? Because I haven't seen this list yet. You're just no. totally hitting me up with, with yeah. information. So pretty much the rest of my list is Groupon. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so. Groupon has an actual button within it. So you go into Groupon, type in whatever area you're in. You're if, in if you're in South Florida, if you're in Orlando, if you're in the Panhandle, whatever. Type in whatever area you are in. And then there is a separate button called Things to Do. I've seen that, yep. Okay. So once you get to that button, you're pretty much in the zone that you want to be. And I can't even begin to like tell you how many different options there are. Um, depending on how much you want to spend... You could do, you know, you could go and have a day for less than $20 for your whole family, or you can spend, you know, $150, but still have a pretty amazing experience. Yeah, we found some laser tag place. We did. In Orlando that was $32 for four people and a slice of pizza yep. that we're totally planning on doing this week. So, exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't just like four people. Um, for two hours. For Yeah, for two hours, but it wasn't only for four people. Like, you could do one person, you could do two people, and one person was like $6, you know? So, I mean, it, there were different tiers so that, it, like, if it's just you and your, you know, and your son or daughter for the week, you guys can, you know, go do that for $12 and still have a great time. Yep. So That's a lot of stuff to do for two two hours. That's pretty cheap. Right. So, in... So we saw that one in Orlando. There's also ones in Tampa for kayaking. We've done these before. Um, we went to Salt Springs, Warner Boys Salt Warner Springs. Warner Boys Salt Springs, yep. Um, and did a kayaking group on there. And it was only $15 per person, which is pretty cheap considering how much it can cost to rent some kayaks. And it was a really cool park. Like We it saw was. dolphins there. We yep. went out. We saw the stilt houses that are off of the coast there. Yep. Very neat place. I would love to have brought a fishing pole with when we did that and yeah. did some some do, do some kayak fishing from yeah. there because there was a lot we saw a lot of snook and redfish in the water and we're like it was a really oh, fun we're just time. sitting here kayaking around we yeah no, no fishing pole yeah exactly yeah we had a really great time and de- depending on what area of florida you're in you're pretty much within you know 60 to 80 miles of 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 the coast it so. le- oh gosh i don't even know if there's any place it's 80 miles i think like one little set point of the center of the top of the state might be that miles far, away. but yeah, yeah. you're close no matter what. You're close to any body of water. There's tons of right stuff. Yeah, so um, so check that out. Definitely look at like kayaking or other water sports. Um, some other water sports that I found, like in Panama City, they have this thing called a reef runner sailing. Um, it's like I think Reef Runner is the name of the company. I just but gave you like quizzical dog face. Yeah, I didn't. So I didn't say it, but I turned my head a, like what? It's a three-hour sunset sail. Oh, which I think sounds amazing. Um, and it's in Panama City, and it's one hundred and fifty dollars so, per person. Well, no, no, no. It's like it's a private sunset sail for like it's one hundred fifty dollars for the boat. Oh, so how many people can you bring? Do you know? Um, I can I can pull it back up, but um, it definitely seemed like. A really good deal, that does all sound things fun. considered. That sounds, yeah. that sounds great. Yeah. So, you know, depending on how much you want to spend and exactly what do you want what you want to do, if you want to, you know, be on water but keep it on a smaller scale, like in Orlando, they have two swan boat rentals. Oh, those are kind of famous, the ones downtown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So for $10, you can rent one swan boat, or for $20, you can rent two. Um, I think it's actually actually like $11 for one and 19 for two, so you do save a couple of dollars It there. could be pretty cheap when you're not doing 
theme park stuff, which is notoriously yeah. expensive. Well, and it's like for two hours, I think, yeah. of, of, you know, paddling around. And if you don't know what a swan boat is, which you may not, um, it's basically like a paddle boat. It's a paddle um, boat shaped like a swan. It's, it's exactly shaped, it's exactly like what you're picturing. <laughs> exactly. Does so. it, don't they have something like this in Boston, too? I seem to recall d- doing a swan boat in yeah, Boston. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think, did we do it? I don't think we did it, but we, I think we saw people we doing saw it. We saw people doing it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, depending on what level of of sailing or boating you want to do, it can it can go from $150 down to 10, um but you definitely, you know, get more the more you pay. Right. So, um other things that I found, which I actually, you know, before I was talking about going to like your local zoo or your local aquarium, like our um in Tampa, we I saw um, some Groupons for Mosey, our Museum of Science and Industry, and I saw a Groupon for our Florida Aquarium. In Miami, I saw a Groupon for the Miami Sea Aquarium, and, and it was actually a pretty good one. It was $23 for a, a ticket, which is 40% off. Yeah, that place is like 50 bucks, I think. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a that's a pretty decent deal to get 40% off a ticket. Absolutely. Um, so, if you're looking at going to one of those kind of nonprofit areas, make sure you check Groupon or Living Social is another one of those um, websites where you can get deals. Check those out because a lot of times they will have deals like that that you can save some money. Another thing that you can always kind of look for is rock climbing. So here locally, we have something called Vertical Ventures. I was going to say, there's not a lot of rock climbing around here. No. Well, not not natural rock climbing. And it's funny. We just watched um, Free Solo, which is the documentary on Alex Honnold, where he free soloed. And if you don't know what Free Solo... It was really good and very tense. And now I'm inspired to free solo Big Thunder Mountain. I'm going to make that happen somehow. (laughs) Big Thunder Mountain. I want to free solo Big Thunder Mountain. That's funny. Um, If you don't know what Free Soloing is, which... I, I think I'm the only person that didn't know what it was, but if you don't know what it is, I, I'm with you. It's become a it, thing lately. Like, everybody's seen it. It's like, ever since it hit Discovery Channel, not Discovery Channel, it's been on National Geographic, it's become like a thing in pop culture. Everybody's feed It seems like everybody it. knows yeah. what it is. Right. I was talking to this kid that I, I um, it's a, it was a friend of mine's kid, and I was telling this kid about the Free Solo documentary. And I said, and if you don't know what free soloing is, and he, I mean, he he's like 12. And he's like, yeah, it's when you climb a rock without a, a, rope. a rope. And I was yeah. like, okay, I'm just an idiot. Because <laughs> this 12-year-old knows what it is, and I didn't know and what I think it I cut you off before you even told, said what free solo the show was, for oh. anybody who doesn't know. Okay, so free solo is a documentary on Alex Honnold, who is a um, famous rock climber. And he climbed El Capitan um, free solo, which means that you're climbing without a, a security rope. Um, you know, a, what are they called? Like Completely a, insane. The, the the whole rope system. A the harness, whole, right, yeah. Right. So he climbed, and it was it was interesting to watch because, um, and then you actually listened to a documentary on on not a documentary, um, a podcast, podcast, yeah, a podcast that he was on where he was talking about how if you know whether or not he was you know high on adrenaline while he was doing that, and he was like, no, definitely not, which I found found very interesting. He said that if you're freaking out and you're high on adrenaline, it means something's wrong. Like he said that. He's a really great climber. Like everything he did was supernatural. And he says on a level from zero, from one to 10, a 10 meaning everything's going wrong, I'm going to fall off the mountain. <laughs> he never wanted to be more than a four, a three or a four the whole time. Like every time he's climbing up this 3,000 foot rock face, right. he was just cool and calm the whole time. And watching this, like, how could you possibly. 
Right. Not be freaking out. Like, well, and they showed El, Capi- El Capitan compared to like the Sears Tower and like the Empire State Building, and it was only like it's two, way taller than it both. It was like two thirds of the way up right. the the those buildings compared to El Cap. So, um, anyway, but it showed him climbing this mountain dozens of times like he climbed it dozens and dozens of times with where, ropes though where he was climbing it with ropes mapping out his um you know journey so that he he had practiced it so much that it was not a big deal for him to climb it free solo yep, he knew he to could, him he knew he could do it obviously it would be a big deal for someone like us but um, right like he knew he could do it without ropes because he'd done it so many times with with without, ropes with but he did ropes. fall a few times with the yeah, ropes yeah right but obviously he must have done it many times without falling as well or else he wouldn't have done sure. it without the ropes it's, it was interesting to because you think of rope climbers like that as you know oh they must be just like adrenaline junkies always go go going but it was so like deliberate and calculated every single step he took um it, it showed that it was it was not about you know being crazy it he was, didn't it just was wing me- it it was methodical right he didn't just wing it he right. knew this handhold is going to be here this foothold yeah. is going to be here he knew every every motion the whole way up what and he was as, he, do. as he was climbing sorry this is kind of taking a, a veer off but um as he was climbing it free solo you know you're watching him do that every time he went to go put his hand on one little ledge or whatever it was completely covered in white chalk which is they use white chalk to kind of get rid of the moisture sure. and make sure that they're not slipping to give them that friction so it was obvious that his hand had been there a ton of times right, right. you know so anyway it was interesting but we don't have a ton of mountains in florida we have four that i know of Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Big Mountain, Thunder. Space Mountain, and Everest. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna free solo Thunder Mountain. Are you kidding me? I'm the guy who goes out on the roof to put up Christmas lights, and I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah. You always say you get seasick I get in your knees. Seasick in the knees, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Plus, I think they kick you out and ban you for life if you free solo that. But I'd like to see somebody do it. <laughs> well, I would like to know. Please, at Florida Podcast, let us know if you ever get seasick in the knees when you climb a height, it's a, it's because the, I've never heard that phrase until. The only you way I can it. describe it, and I'm not like afraid of heights like airplanes or, or roller coasters or anything like just a, some kind of ledge, any sort of ledge where there's no yeah. like railing. I just get yeah. like, ooh, like, like, like nauseous in the knees. It's the only way I can describe it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so anyway, so in Florida, like Andy said, we only have those you know four mountains. Um, we have a few hills here and there, but most of the hills in Florida our old like phosphate mines yeah there's a little bit of rolling hill in the central florida near like claremont a little maybe bit, but a that's, few but yeah. yeah so um if you want to rock climb you have to go to a rock climbing gem or you know rock climbing walls um we have vertical ventures here in tampa in jacksonville there's a place called edge rock gem and you can get a groupon for edge rock gem it's an all-day pass rock climbing um 30 for two it's i think it's 16 dollars if you it's just one of you that sounds pretty good actually yeah and an all-day pass i mean that sounds kind of fun you know there's people there that are like kind of helping you through it and um i bet they've gotten a big spike in business and with people taking interest just because of that documentary you know how you know how it is whenever something becomes a thing yeah like around the olympics everybody wants to go curling around the winter olympics whenever remember when poker was all over tv and all of a sudden everybody's playing poker now oh yeah i bet you this is one of those things maybe maybe well i felt like i kind of wanted to try it you know know. i mean i'm not i've I've climbed rock walls before, but not ever 
real successfully. I have successfully um, rang the bell on the rock wall on a Royal Caribbean cruise ship. You know, they have a yep, rock wall there. I, I did ring the bell. I made it. Good for you. Yep. So that's your, is that, that, is that going on your resume? Yeah. That's at the bottom <laughs> of my special skills. Ring the bell on a carnival, not a carnival, on a Royal Caribbean cruise ship. Nice. Very nice. Well, so if climbing rock walls isn't really your thing, if that's not, if that does not sound a appealing to you at all and you tend to be a little bit more tame in your life there's also a ton of mini golf groupons as well so like you said if not everyone's really into golfing and oftentimes when someone asks andy if he golfs he always says only if there's a windmill there's a windmill that's like my go-to joke (laughs) yeah so um so mini golf I, i mean i found mini golf as cheap as eight dollars for a round of mini golf which i mean i think that's pretty good you know all things considered or i'm sorry it was eight dollars for two people for a round of mini golf is goofy golf in panama city on your list because i believe that's the birthplace of mini golf really i think so i did not know i have to look that up believe that i believe there's a place called goofy golf in panama city that is widely considered like the birthplace of mini golf wow yeah that's that's crazy crazy or at least where it became a big thing like it became like a like a tourist attraction so when you were a kid did you always call it mini golf Sometimes we'd call it putt-putt, but usually it was mini-golf. So for me, I always called it putt-putt golf. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, only as an adult have I changed it to mini-golf uh, or miniature golf, but um, putt-putt golf was always what we called it. And I never knew the reason why was because there was a a, a um, company here called putt-putt golf. Like, that's where we used to oh, go. That's funny. Play golf was at putt-putt golf. Um, so... Yeah, I didn't. So then I was like, maybe I'm the only one, no. not only one, but like maybe it's just like kind of a local thing here. You call it like, you know, putt putt because there's a putt putt here. But um, if somebody said putt putt, it wouldn't sound weird. Like I know what you're talking about, but I think mini golf is like the, the it's, main yeah, it's thing. It's more we'd universal, call it. right. obviously. But but I, th- I find it interesting that you called it putt putt golf too. When I think that I just called it putt-putt because there was a putt-putt golf here. I don't know if I called it putt-putt personally, but if somebody said, hey, let's go do putt-putt, I'd know what they're talking about. And it wouldn't be weird. And is it me or is putt-putt one of those things that um, now it sounds weird? It's like putt-putt? Putt-putt. putt-putt. Like, you know, when you say a word you too say many a word, times yeah. and you're like, wait, what? Is that is that really the word? Like looking at the word chicken over and over and over again. Yeah. It just looks like, <laughs> is that even a word anymore? Right, 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 right. Putt-putt. <laughs> putt-putt. So um, it's fun to say. True. I, I, I think so. Anyway. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> no, it's fun. Um, so my last one is one that we have done in the past, and um, I highly recommend it. We've done it before, and we had a blast doing it, and that was an airboat ride through the Everglades. Yes, yes. Now, there's more places that have this, I found, than just the Everglades. The Everglades is a ton of them, but there's like airboat rides kind of everywhere, really. Any yeah. sort of place that there's a big lake and a... Not even a swamp, I guess, but yeah, we yeah. saw they have airboat rides like in Jessup, Orlando, in Orlando, yeah, Lake yep. Jessup, yeah, absolutely. At Wild Florida, they had airboat. That's rides. right, that's right. That's um, not far from there. Yeah, and um, and in the Everglades, we went on an air, airboat ride. We saw gators and snakes and all kinds of really great wildlife, and it, it's really cool. I mean, you're out in the middle of the Everglades, and you kind of feel like. Man, I hope this thing doesn't break down. That was you know? super fun. And the, the guy was hauling too. We like we yeah. were cruising. We yeah. were cruising. Everybody has to wear earplugs because it's yeah. really loud. The big fan blade. The behind fan you. is very loud, and he's pretty much the whole time giving kind of a tour. You he know? was so yep. telling you what you're seeing and and what you could be you know seeing if if it makes an appearance. And and it was funny because I remember there being quite a few people on that 
on that airboat that probably weren't from Florida and weren't really used to seeing alligators. Like we'd seen alligators a lot. So to yeah. us to see one or not to see one was not a big deal, but you could tell there was people who really wanted to see an alligator in the Everglades. Right. And he's cruising and he knew like that guy, that captain had probably done that. That route. A million so times. many times. Yeah. yeah. That route. And he's pointing ahead. He's like, okay, right up here, right up here on the left, up here on the left. And there it is. And you'd see this alligator like scurrying away yeah, as the boat exactly. got there. And, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. And the, I mean, the really great thing about airboats, I mean, I'm sure most people know this, but the fan above, is above the water and that's what's making you go. So you can go in very, very shallow areas and you don't have to have worry about the motor, you know, hitting the ground or whatever. Sure. So we're literally, we were literally like just boating over grass. Yeah, you know? when we did that, he said there'd been a drought and the water was pretty low even. And, they, and he was hoping for some more rain. Yeah. But even then, I mean, maybe we were in 18 inches of water and we were hauling through yeah. there. And he said that there was some some areas that like we couldn't go to because it was just too dry. But um, but yeah, I mean, really, really shallow waters. You can go a lot of places that you normally couldn't go on a boat um, with an airboat. Right. You know, so yeah, we saw all kinds of animals. It's, it's something that I highly recommend just because... You know, the Everglades is a national park. It's an amazing experience that you don't want to miss. It, kind of, it's a cool place to be on airboat too. When you're out there and you're looking around 360 degrees and you just and see nothing, nothing. But yeah. there's trees and things which they said well, they were yeah, in hammocks, but, no, but it's no just, people. <laughs> right. It's just this empty like landscape of just green. It's it kind really of neat. reminds me of like the opposite of a desert. Like if kind you were of. stuck in the middle of the desert. Right. You know, every way you look, like all you see is dirt. Here, all every way you look, all you see is like marshy, grassy swamp. Mud and there's yeah. trees and a lot of birds. And alligators. And alligators and yeah. snakes. And yeah. So it's... Not it's, a great place to get stuck. No. <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend that. But um, hopefully they've, you know, maintained their airboats very well. Yeah, so. no, it was fun. It was super fun. And that was, I think you... Found, we found that on a Groupon. We, we did. did. It was that. a Groupon, yeah. and there and there's still one out there. So, um, for seventeen dollars, you can get go on an airboat. And that's the a good deal. That's cheap. Yeah, that's really I think cheap. so too. So, um, so this was just kind of like a a very like superficial list of things that I I glanced around, just fun things that sounded like might be cool to do if you had some time off. Stuff to do that's not necessarily obvious. Like, okay, there's beaches, theme parks, springs, exactly. things like that. That yeah, we've seen, and you probably. Right. We definitely do. I think we're going to plan to do the beach this week. Yes. At least once. I know we're going to Disney at least once this week. Yes. I think, and we're, I, I think we're going on Monday, which is t- today, the time this, this show comes out. Right, 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 right. And um, at we're going to actually to um, see the uh, Flower and Garden Festival. Yep, at Epcot. At Epcot. I love so, the festivals there. Yeah, we may um, talk about that next week. Uh uh, you know, I just I think that it's important for people to know that, you know, there's lots of stuff to do in the area, even if you don't have theme park passes. State and parks, too, especially this time of year when it's not too hot. That's what I was going to say was I, I pulled up a list of like, you know, best staycation ideas in Florida. And obviously, you know, one of the first things that was on the list was going to the beach. Um, one of the that's you know, not, that's kind of obvious. Like that's not how creative right. is that, right? No, that's what I mean. Is like I didn't talk about any of those things, but I do want to just mention them so that you don't think that we don't go to the beach. You sure. know, obviously going to the beach is a huge one. We plan to do that. I plan to make um, an amazing sandcastle based on my tutelage from the guy who made the pyramid castle. Oh right, the water, <laughs> the water ratio, the snowballs. Yep. Yeah. Um. So going to the beach, you can go to the Florida state parks or you know any county or city. 
park that's in your area. We've got some great county parks. Um, and obviously there's some national parks like the Everglades as well. Um, I have a guy from work actually who was going down to the Keys this um, up this week for nice. for the yeah for spring break and he was going to go to um, the tor- dry tortugas. Oh, that's like on my bucket list of places to go because yeah. it's hard to get there. So there's those big kind of t- big ticket items that obviously you could totally do, but it's not really a staycation; it's yeah. more of a vacation, right? Um, so, but these you know kind of fun little you know side trips or day trips. There's a ton of them in Florida. There's tons. That's one of the great things about being a destination for vacationers is that they they have a lot of stuff that can, you know, be distracting. And, not distracting, but like a lot of stuff that can can be, you know, a, a day trip sure. or, a, a, or a fun, you know, activity for locals too, you know, that doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg because you didn't have to fly here. Or right, whatnot. right, right. So that's what we talk about going on a cruise. You don't have to fly to the cruise from here. If, exactly. you're, if you live here and you're going to go on a cruise, just drive to the port. Yeah. Easy. So that's my recommendation for you guys this week is if you don't have anything to do, check out Groupon for sure. Also check out your, you know, local nonprofit attractions. Um, go to the beach because, you know, that's always a good thing to do. But I would recommend going to one of the lesser popular beaches. Like I was just going to say, like maybe may- Pasigrel if you're on the, this maybe side. Maybe skip the Daytona, Panama City, Clearwater. Yeah. Maybe uh, go to like Trinity. New, New Smyrna Beach, yeah. you know, if you're in the Daytona area because it's a little less crazy and a little bit quieter. Um, you know, there's a ton of like smaller beaches that you can check out. You know, there's some state park beaches actually down in South Florida that you could check out that maybe wouldn't be quite as, you know, crazy as like South Beach or Miami Beach. What I always say is go to like Google Maps, look for the beach that's popular that, you know, all the tourists are going to be at and find the one that's just south or north. near it. <laughs> yeah, right. And right. then go there. That's yeah. always like the way to go. Yeah. I highly recommend yeah. that too. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast. Another more direct way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through on the button that says Become a Patron. It's a safe and secure way that you can support the show, and there are different levels, some of which will give you bonus content and even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. There is also an Amazon link on our webpage. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast or search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We will see you guys next time.